Welcome back! This is the second episode of Why So Busy? So exciting! In the previous session, I shared my experiences on how I manage social media and its distractions, and today I'm going to look at the affordances of social media and the different elements that shape the way I use platforms. I mentioned these elements in the previous episode, which was curiosity, cultural expectations, and bodily habits, if you remember. If not, I explained that it is difficult for me to overcome my curiosity, especially when it comes to checking messages and notifications. And until I haven't started taking notes of my behavior, I didn't realize that sometimes it was so severe that even when I was waking up in the middle of the night, my reflex was to look for my phone and check again if I received anything. So I started to wonder, is this really only about curiosity or do I have maybe an instinctive drive? Because even when I was tired, I still felt this urge to check my phone. It seemed like checking became such an automatic behavior, like eating. So to analyze this odd behavior of mine, I need to mention the study of Boyd. Boyd argues that digital information is something that we consume. He claims that, and I quote him, our bodies are programmed to consume fat and sugars because they are rare in nature. In the same way, we are biologically programmed to be attentive to content that stimulates. If we are not careful, we are going to develop the psychological equivalent of obesity. So, Boyd also talks about this as infobesity. And if I think about this, The fact that I always automatically check my phone doesn't seem so surprising anymore because I am constantly consuming content. My body is constantly craving this stimulating information. Probably I am in for bees. But let's look at the other side of this though. Let's analyze the cultural expectations that are imposed on me in relation to affordances of social media. So, affordances have often been described as patterns of usage within some Euro-American contexts, and they are imagined as sort of stable properties that can show the possible actions that users can take with a platform. And I have to stand by the critique of Costa, who did fieldwork about people who managed to avoid a context collapse within their social circles. She says that They achieve this by using the affordances of social media differently compared to the normal or designed or Euro-American purpose. So she argues that affordances are an ambiguous concept because people use them differently in given social and cultural contexts. And to show an example of this fluidity, I'd like to highlight one specific affordance of Facebook. It lets the users disappear from their friend's active chat list. And by turning yourself off the chat, you hide the fact that you are using the platform in the moment. This is very interesting to look at because the genesis of this function is to become invisible so that you don't become distracted by others. However, in my case, this was completely inversed. I used this function of disappearing not so that I don't become disturbed, but to create an image of who I aspire to be, a busy student. So this demonstrates well the idea that affordances are not fixed properties and can be used for very different purposes. In relation to this, I have to bring in the study of Hogan. 
According to him, in the era of social media, people are capable of presenting online an idealized self. They do this by giving off details of themselves selectively, and I myself do this by not giving off any details of my activity, which is a cue of being engaged with my offline world, I guess. So Hogan draws in Goffman's front stage backstage approach, where the front stage is where you present a curated, idealized version of yourself according to your role. The backstage is where the real work is happening, the curation, which keeps appearances. So Hogan argues that amongst every person using social media, we can find a front stage and a backstage. My front stage is then me showing that I am busy, which is within my circles endorsed or even encouraged. And I am convinced that this preference of being busy instead of hanging online stems from the idea of digital dualism. The concept of digital dualism is often used among scholars in academia and it claims that there is an online-offline binary where digital experiences are poor imitations of our more authentic offline experiences. This is often critiqued as it misrepresents reality because actually online and offline life is intertwined. And I also think it's important to highlight the ethnocentrism in this idea because it assumes what is good or bad on how people enjoy experiences. Let it be digital or real life. So to sum this all up, in this episode I explored the ambiguity of affordances of social media as they never exist in the vacuum but rather in the ecology of practices. I also looked at how digital dualism might endorse certain values like being busy instead of hanging online. And last but not least, I observed my front stage and backstage applying Goffman's approach. I hope this gave you an interesting perspective on social media usage. And thank you so much for listening to this episode again. Please, if you have any questions or comments, send me a voice message, which you can do below. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye!